right, guys, welcome back to the Crit Hit Wild podcast. I'm your host, Jared, uh, as always, joined by, we have actually a full house uh, this week. We have Brad. How you doing, Brad? Good. And Brandon, how are you? Doing good, man. And we have now another uh, guest, uh, but he is going to be taking the spot of a permanent host. It is one Fred. How you doing, Fred? Howdy, folks. I'm doing good. So, yeah. Got four people uh, going to be running the cast uh, of all different backgrounds, all different opinions on the game. So, it's exciting stuff. Uh, yeah. So, uh, today we're going to be talking a little bit about Spider-Man. But before we get into that, we have news and announcements. So, whenever you're listening to this, I believe that the uh, Charleston Tournament will... Uh, be wrapping up or has wrapped up uh, I think by the time this releases uh, what is the date for the next uh, Charleston tournament Brad third Saturday in May so the 21st 21st do you have the launch shanks up for that yet yes I believe I do okay uh, so uh, it's up on launch shanks so if you want to come down the 21st uh, feel free to uh come down and play um and i think also one of our locals who runs the soup salad and sandwich online tts leagues i believe that the fifth uh soup salad tournament is posted now it's on launch ranks so uh if you're into tts and want to join those i know a lot of really good players uh kind of join up for that one i think i've gotten to play against uh mark Giro and johnny pastrami who are both pretty good players and pretty prevalent in the MCP scene. So I think on the last soup salad, I think Mike DeLuca played in it, who was the winner of LVO. So lots of good players get into those. Uh, and it's pretty laid back, pretty well run. So if you play in TTS, check it out. And also if you're near the Charleston area, be sure to come out on the 21st and come play. Uh, on to Cerebro news. Do you have any kind of Cerebro news, Brad? Yeah, I did push out an update this past week. Um, I fixed a bug that uh, hopefully most people didn't even run into. And then uh, the big thing was on the list breakdowns, you can now show affiliated lists that don't have a leader and unaffiliated lists. Those are turned off by default, but if you go up to the options, you can turn them on. Uh, and with that change, convocation, like it, it showed up weird before. It showed the same list multiple times with just different people marked as leaders. And now convocation lists will show up in leader lists affiliated if you're looking for them. And you can just then pick your leader for the game. But I had to make that change to make everything else work. Yeah, nice. Everybody greatly appreciates your hard work that you put into Cerebro, Brad. Uh, I don't know that everyone does, but at least everyone who's told me about the program Great. enjoys it. It helps me. What did you say? Nothing. Don't worry about me. Were you eating? No, I wasn't eating. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Um... I guess we can kind of work our way over to uh, hobby news now. 
Uh, we're gonna start with you, Brandon. What have you What have you been doing, man? We haven't heard from you on the cast, and like, how long's it been now? Two weeks, three yeah, three weeks, weeks, something like that. Yeah, yeah. it's been. Uh, yeah, I went out of time for work, so I didn't do do a whole lot for a little over a week, and then uh, drove back in after a, like an eighteen hour day and picked up a old Shadowland Daredevil and a Electra, and I got Shadowland and the Grunts put together. Uh. Other than that, it's been pretty slow my way. That's about all I've got accomplished lately. I've got a backlog building up here that I need to start working on. Yeah, you have to give me another model I can paint for you. After I finally get you your kingpin. I've not seen you forever and forgetting it. So, What about you, Brad? What have you been doing? Didn't you say you had an uh, issue with your um, ninjas? I did. The chain broke. Um, I think that's that like was the third instance of a model that I've heard either online or locally that has like broken. Well, I think it was. A ghost I've r- had two. Yeah, I think two of them are from you. I think I, I've heard online about Ghost, R- ghost Rider's chain, and then you had an issue with Daredevil's Daredevil. whip being yeah. already uh, broken on the sprue, right? Yeah, this chain was broken on the sprue too. No. Yep. Um, yeah. My I should have glued it together before I cut it off the sprue, mm. but I didn't think of that, and I had to glue it together after. I had to hold two pieces of chain together for, I don't know, 30, 45 minutes, something like that, for the glue to fully set. Are you going to say something, Brandon? Yeah, after further review, my uh, chain was also broken on uh, the the ninja's. So, really? Yeah, but yours yeah. was in a way more convenient yeah. spot. Mine is in mine is in like there's like a little dip in it like in the small like there's a small piece and a big piece and they literally just sit perfectly together when you glue the two hands. So it like it worked out really well for me. Uh that's the second one. I my that one in my amazing Spider Man, the like, Oh that's right. Oh, yeah. oh I forgot about that. Yeah. That's four because uh, Andrews, uh one of our locals, wasn't his uh ASM the webs broke on his yes. too? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's. I'm really uh, glad mine wasn't. Yeah, I, that that is very thin. They keep putting these super thin pieces. Yeah, I I really recommend like if you're if you're listening at home or driving or wherever that if you pick up some of those models that have like the thin ropes or chains or something like that that you kind of check it sooner rather than later because those models in particular are the ones that we have seen have i mean all the other models seem like they're pretty good when you bust them open out of the box but those models in particular just for those are so thin see a lot of them broken on the sprues and i think that's the only time i've really heard about it or or those ones i don't know if you guys have heard anything else but yeah i've broken models but uh yeah it's a lot it feels bad when you open up a box brand new and you're all excited and then there's a piece broken so that's defeating well, I uh, I got together, I put together uh, Nick and my grunts, and I did not have any problems <laughs> problems with mine. I did, however, glue like one grunt is like stepping on rope, and the rope has like a really long end to it, and I accidentally glued them on, and didn't pay attention, and like my rope had a lot of overhang like outside of the base, so I just took some. 
took some clippers and clipped off some of the rope, so my rope will be a little bit shorter than everyone else's, but, I mean, that's the story of my life, so. I mean, you just gotta make it a little <laughs> bit more realistic for yourself, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, uh, I heavily relate to people with shorter ropes, so. A little, uh, a small dick joke on the cast there. What about you, Fred? What have you been doing? Uh, I haven't been doing much since we last spoke. Uh, I'm out of town for work right now, and I've been otherwise engaged with other activities. So, <laughs> Elden <online>. Ring. <laughs> uh, Elden Ring. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, I plan on building Shadowlands Daredevil and the Hand Ninjas as soon as possible, as I really want to put them on the table. Yes? Build your juggernaut. <laughs> oh yeah, I need to build my juggernaut too. His juggernaut's really great, but Adelaide Daredevil is phenomenal though. So. He is really good. That has been my take. That has been what I have seen. That he is great. Fred, do you want to bring some stuff over, and uh, I can put them together for you? I may take you up on that offer. I'll do it. I'll do it for free. Wow, I get charged. No, no. I what did I say? I said, "Give me them ninjas. I'll put them together, boy." That's what I said. And then you sent me a picture. I'm so proud of you. You sent me a picture like 30 minutes later that they were together. They were. It was honestly the only thing that's really difficult about them is just uh, their glue points. When you put them all together like, on the base, it's just weird. Like they all glue on like the side of the middle one. Like it's just like weird. But yeah. It wasn't bad. And Shadowland Daredevil might be like the easiest model put to put together outside of Miss Marvel's small form. Yeah. <laughs> Let me ask you guys, uh what did what did you so did you do like custom have you put yours in foam yet? Did you do like a custom cut for your foam? Like how did you guys transport him uh for game night? Uh, I put Great. him in the same spot I would normally have Dormammu. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fair. And then I put some extra foam in there so they wouldn't, like, move around. I put mine where I have carnage and I prayed a lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess it worked out, right? No no, yeah. no damage yeah. transporting? Yeah, they're not, yeah, they're currently fine, but it's, yeah, it was, it was, uh, it didn't feel good and it was, it didn't. They are, they are also slightly taller than they should be, like. Well, not maybe that they should be, but they just sit really high. Not as high as my lizard, but uh, they, they sit really high. They're not as uh, high as lizard. My lizard. He put his lizard. Oh, that's right. You have a you have a jacked up. Okay, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. Uh, he's not jacked up. He's sweet looking. Yeah. But yeah, he is a uh, he's very high. Um, but yeah, he just sits, it sits really high. I don't have a, I don't actually have a piece of foam that's deep enough that I had available at the time to put the ninjas in. I have a piece that I'm staring at right now that I'm probably going to cut out and put like all of my um tournament roster in. Um that way I just kind of have it available but they're they are they're fragile. They don't they definitely feel fragile when you move them on a table like they're I'm waiting to just backhand mine whenever I do finally pick them up and just snap off something on them. So, oh, I, I'll, if it gets if it gets through this weekend, I'll be I'll be <laughs> impressed with myself. So I'll be. 
Well, uh, I don't even want to tell you what my plan is for transporting them. Is it put them in a yeah, box? There's no, no way. There's no way Fred survive. <laughs> Mine are I might going just, to be broken. I might just buy Fred foam just so I don't have to think about it. That is. I, <laughs> I gave him a thing to put his tokens in the other day. Finally, uh, you, will, you should know that they are. That is now completely full of tokens. I have done that. That's that is great. Bang, look at that, Fred. You're just killing it all the time. Yes, I'm doing the bare minimum at all times. Fred is, uh, he's a bit of a free spirit when it comes to transporting all of his stuff. So, um, well, uh, speaking of hand ninjas and uh, Shadowlands Daredevil and stuff, I think that I was not able to make it to game night this week, so I don't have any games to recap, and I think Fred, like you said, is out of town, so he wasn't able to get any games in, but brad and brandon did and uh we're not going to recap it on here because it actually got recorded i believe so it's a uh criminal syndicate mirror match uh what affiliation leader is better <laughs> which affiliation leader is better uh, so you guys played uh you guys both played a different one right wasn't like a straight mirror match you guys had i mean pretty different we had a pretty different list right one model in common yeah wow we- we both had Shadowland Daredevil. And that's the only model in common we had. All right. That's, uh, I mean, that's pretty crazy, right? To be, like, now that, like, Shadowland's Daredevil is out, to have just two completely different rosters under each under each leader. I think that's, I mean, that's, I think that's pretty yeah. cool what they did for the faction. Like, Syndicate just, is uh, now a very, it's a, it's a, it's a pretty big roster size. Like, there's, there's a lot there. Who played, uh, who played Shadowland's? I did. Okay, so then Brandon played it. So did you guys have um, what was? I mean, again, we're not going to spoil everything. But models. Did uh, were, was the uh, tactics card selections like vastly different? Like, were you using a lot of the new ones that uh, came in the box? We had. I did. Two I used... of the same cards. Okay. Uh, we both had was... all according to plan. I and mean, yeah. <laughs> cruel. I and cruel tutelage. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. I brought all of the new cards that I could. I brought Cruel Tutelage, No Mercy, and the Attack card, and then all according to plan. And what Attack card? You mean Cruelty or the 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 Shirk and one? Whatever yeah, the new one. Okay. The name I don't need to butcher again on camera that I've already done before. So. <laughs> Croissants. I had had all according to plan. Cruel tutelage, cruelty, uh, usurp the throne, uh, bitter rivals, and bitter rivals. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, Brad definitely had the more sweaty uh, cards. <laughs> 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 well, uh, so that got recorded. So I think that should go by the time that you live. guys listen to this. It should already be out, right? No, it'll be live next week. Next week. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so what, when do you have that going out? Do you know, or do, when do you hope to have it go out by? Should be early. Uh, right? Well, I'm probably going to schedule it for Wednesday. Yeah. So. Since it'll be the only video released next week. All right. So, uh, the battle of the leaders for criminal syndicate. So like I said, we won't spoil the, the end of the game, yeah. but, uh, it is a good one. It is sure. definitely one that's worth the uh, hanging out to the end. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So the. Uh, Go, we go the distance. All right. 
uh, so yeah, check that out. Uh, it's on our Crit Hit Wild YouTube channel. Uh, it's where we post all of our raw games. So if you want to, uh, there's there's a lot of content out there that's uh, you know kind of edited very nicely and a little bit more thematic. Ours is not. We uh, just give you the raw, uncut footage at the table. So if you want to watch, pretend that you're kind of at your game store playing and get some stuff in the background. That's that's what we offer. You know what it reminds me of is um. Did you guys ever uh, look at the uh, L2 War Game channel? I, I don't think Brandon would have, but did you ever watch that, Brad? It was the what from, YouTube channel? It, it was L2 War Game. It was uh, it was a War Machine. I've never Wars. heard of that one. Well, they uh, recorded. I have. Oh, did you? Okay. I used to watch them quite a bit. Oh, I didn't uh, know that. I'm just cutting Fred right well, out. He's the only one that's on board the with War this. Machine. The War Machine Hordes days, I don't even know if Fred had a cell phone. Like, that was kind of when he was caveman Fred. <laughs> so, I mean, I, 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 excuse me, I assume that you, had, you hadn't watched them. But that, so, you watched it. I really enjoy those. Like, I just enjoy watching, like, the raw, uncut, like, tournament footage that they posted all the time. I did too. I would. I like to put it on and uh, just sort of have it going while I did something else, like uh, while I was cleaning the room, and I would be listening in on some people playing against each other. I it was kind of comforting. Not that you guys at home are going to get that from our channel, but I actually learned a lot of like really good plays watching just like that uncut stuff. Like I, me I, too. I learned a lot of really good plays. So. I definitely am always more enticed by watching like the full uncut, like being able to see, you can kind of see the players like thinking like and stuff like, and it's like, it kind of, when you're watching it, it'll make you stop and be like, Oh, okay. Well maybe it's not as straightforward as you think it is. Yeah. Uh, and stuff like that. That's always been my take from that. Like being able to see the man- mannerisms of the players always is. You get to see their all shit faces. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're, they're usually not not too far, uh, like not too far apart. Like some people, little shit faces is both positive and good, or positive and bad. So, get to see the good, get to see the bad. All right, well, uh, yeah. So, anyways, that was a long-winded say of uh, long-winded, long-winded way of saying go check that out on our YouTube channel. Um. But, uh, moving on, something a little bit different that we're going to be talking about today. Uh, we are going to do, you know, our standard character review. But, uh, it's a weekly topic, uh, that I kind of want to touch on. And it's not necessarily going to be competitive or anything like that. But it has, uh, some of it probably will be competitive. But it's a lot of, uh, just talking about the game in general. And kind of handle, how to handle certain situations and just kind of mindset stuff uh, when you're approaching MCP or any game uh, for that matter. And the weekly topic I want to touch on today is how to always enjoy yourself and have fun when you're playing. So it seems kind of like a silly thing, but sometimes it can be harder to do than what some people think. And I thought that we could all just kind of offer our tips and tricks for just approaching the table, uh, no matter if you're competitive, no matter if you're kind of, you know, just at a casual night or if you're at a league, but just how you can kind of approach the game and just keep a positive mindset, have fun no matter what. And the person I want to start with is Fred. I've been gaming with Fred for uh, years now. I mean, we've, we've played kind of a multitude of games together uh and no matter what fred always enjoys himself and he always has a good time 
And I don't think that you're ever going to find a person who walks away from a table and they didn't have fun if they played against Fred. He's just a very positive, fun guy, and it's very infectious. So I kind of want to start with you, Fred. And how do you keep that just positive and fun mindset every every week when you play your game? Well, uh, uh, how do I keep it is uh, I, I'm I'm kind of just wired this way, <laughs> if I'm to be honest. But uh, this this game plays an important role for me in that I get to socialize with my friends while I'm doing it. Uh, the way I look at the game is it is a conversation that is happening in real time. You know, you, you are sitting down with one person and you are talking to them about a game that's going on right now in front of you. And it's, I, I try to keep that in my mind that this is, this is social interaction that I'm having. And it's, and it's great, you know. Uh, one of the things that I always try to remember, I, I, when I go on tilt, you know, when things are going really against me in a game, is I try to keep in mind that this is something that I'm doing because I enjoy it. And I'm enjoying the time that I'm spending with someone else. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I think me and you have kind of talked about that before I touched on it a little bit. Is I, I got into this hobby to just kind of like meet people, you know what I mean? Like I, I needed something to, uh, to kind of take my mind off real life stuff, and it, it was just a great way to just meet people and make new friends and stuff like that. So I understand completely what you're saying. Uh, yeah, it's... Oh, no, go ahead, go ahead. It's... Uh, it, it is my primary form of socializing. Uh, I've, uh, I have a lot of difficulty in social interaction. I have uh, anxiety like crazy. And this, it really provides a great way to have a long conversation with someone that's structured and it really, it, it's guided by events. I don't have to keep making things up. It's, it's really a wonderful thing. All right. What about you, Brandon? What do you have any kind of tips to offer people at home who, you know, maybe they they play and they get tilted a little bit easier than others and stuff like that. What 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 can you offer as much as like just how to have a good time when you're at the table? Yeah, I. Uh, so I there's two. I want to tell one little story real funny because it's the first time I ever played against Fred in a tabletop game, and I don't know if Fred remembers this at all, but. It was right when everyone started playing MCP. I hadn't got MCP stuff yet, and neither had uh, Fred. And he showed up on a Wednesday with all his Legion stuff. And I was the only other person there with Legion stuff, so I went out and I got it, and we started playing. And when I tell you that I've never seen someone roll so bad at anything in my entire life <laughs> that Fred did in that game. Um <laughs> And I'm telling you, he got off work, came in, was excited to play. Nobody that he was there to, like, I mean, not like we knew each other, but we weren't, like, really close. Like, he came to play people. No one that he wanted to naturally play was there to play the game that he wanted to play. He plays me, sits down, he's still excited, and then just rolls, like, rolls himself out of the game, like, to a point where, like, it made me feel bad, and I didn't roll very good, but, like, I mean, I, had, I didn't have to roll anything to, like, I mean, he was literally rolling himself into death. And I remember at one point he kind of started to get a little tilted, and I just remember it was just funny because, for me, I come from a really competitive background and other hobbies, 
so it was like for me i was like oh man this guy like i barely know like he's gonna get super like super tilted like it's gonna just go off and it was just like it just kind of flipped the switch and it was just like he just like kind of fixed it and like fixed it like in his you could tell like in his head he was like i'm not here to be upset like i'm here to have a good time and it was just like he didn't care what was happening in the game and just continued to have a really good time and i just remember like playing against someone like that especially in a casual setting was so relieving as an opponent that like i was like oh man now i don't have to i don't have to worry about him getting mad i don't have to worry about just standing here awkwardly if he starts raging or anything like that um but i take the same approach in gaming that i kind of take in life is just like um it's a game and if you're not having a good time you shouldn't be playing um i mean that's kind of the truth yeah yeah, and that that's always kind of been my theory on it. It's like if you're not having a good time, like what are you doing? So and it's the same thing in life. Like if you're just miserable, like you need to make changes. You need to do something to think. So when I play in games, especially MCP is a lot easier because the group I play with is phenomenal. But like when I play like competitive magic, um, competitive Pokemon, um, other online games and stuff, it's just like sometimes you really just have to sit back and kind of be the calm for some people and just like make jokes just kind of ease the moments a lot of times when it gets really stressful and just kind of like no like especially when you're playing like just like or in between especially like in magic in between games or in between turns and mcp just kind of take a step back ask your opponent like hey you know how was work or like how's your family like how are your kids stuff like that kind of remind them and remind yourself like it is there's more to what you're doing than just playing a game and just kind of that always eases me up and makes sure that I have a good time. And it kind of it seems to always ease the opponent up, too, for me. Yeah, I think that's also kind of key, especially if you're playing like a new player. Kind of like what you said, it's like asking some questions, like personal questions to like not necessarily like completely like strip you away from the game. But just like kind of bring it back down to earth, especially like if you're playing a tournament or something like that and you, you, you know, you, you might not know the person. I think, like, asking personal questions like that, just like, you know, where do you usually game, you know, how, how's every how's everything going and stuff, I think it just kind of, like, sets a tone of, like, I'm not, like, I don't care necessarily about who wins or loses, I'm just here to have the interaction, you know what I mean? Yep. What about you, Brad? What are some of your tried and true tricks and tips? Chase your bliss. Do, don't. I mean, Brandon touched on this. I think Brad did a little bit too. Don't do something that you're not enjoying. So if you're not, like, if you don't enjoy the faction, try another faction. If you don't enjoy the game, go play a different game. Uh, But if you're miserable doing what you're doing, whatever that is, change it up. Uh, A good example, like, if you get fun, if you have fun in games from winning the games, know that you have to put in work to get good enough to win games consistently to keep having fun. Uh, if you're not willing to put in that work to win your games, because that's the only way you're going to have fun, go do something else where you are going to put in the work. Um, that's 100% true. Know. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah. if, if you're somebody yeah. who a lot of your fun does come from, from the win, which I, there's nothing wrong with that, not at all. But if that's where a lot of, you know, your fun comes from, 
you have to understand that, you know, it might lend you to play something that maybe you didn't necessarily like at first. Like, you might not like the characters, but if that's something that's super important to you, you, you have to, to Brad's point, like, you have to put in the work and put in the reps to make sure that you're good and, enough to squeak and, out your wins. And, and figure out what works for you. Mm. Like, um, it, there's different ways to win this game. Um, from being the beat down to control to whatever. And like, you might have an affinity for one of those and there's something good enough to play in that style. So try it out. Yeah. Don't shoehorn yourself into one thing. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, me personally, uh, when it comes to just having fun on the tabletop, I am, pretty uh competitive player everybody that's in this call probably knows that uh so a lot of my (laughs) yeah a lot of my friends this is brand new information i know we need to to (laughs) roll out the headlines um yeah i i do i do like winning so uh a lot of what brad's saying is speaking to me but i also want to uh make sure that my opponent has a good time right uh i think probably the Uh, thing uh, what was that? Oh, I thought that somebody was... That's just a phone. I thought somebody was actually, like, buzzing me. Like, that's incorrect. <laughs> I apologize hell? if you put my phone on, on no, silent. No, and, you're good. And... Wow. <laughs> I, I, we make friends full-time, and now look at this. Amateur hour. Uh, but no. Um, but one of the things that is important to me is, like I said, to get into the hobby, it was definitely... Um, just to kind of like meet people and stuff, right? And if that's uh, me personally, I, I'm a little bit more of a social butterfly. Um, I I do enjoy to meet people, and the last thing that I want is to have somebody walk away from the table and be like, "Wow, that guy was an absolute ass to play." So uh, it's a little bit of a combination of kind of what some of these other guys have said. Just um, if I had some some tips to just always have fun at the table it is you know don't treat your opponent like they're a win treat your opponent obviously like they're another person uh laugh make jokes have fun uh you're a lot of times when people play they get kind of obsessed with like oh i had a bad dice roll or i I had this or i had that um and that can just kind of all around lead to negative play experiences and just so everybody has fun you know, laugh when you have good rolls, laugh when you have bad rolls, laugh when your opponent has good rolls. You know, just make jokes. Like I said, just treat them like a person, not like a win or, or a loss or whatever in a tournament. Um, and just know that you're both there for the same reason. You're both there to play MCP. You're both there to have fun. Uh, if somebody's going to a shop to play MCP, I would hope that they're there to play and just meet people and stuff. So... Just have fun. It's a game, to, to the point that Brandon said. You're there primarily because you're playing with somebody who loves the same game that you do. So, you know, just share that with each other, bond over it. And I, I think that, you know, we, we definitely have a good meta, and that's fostered. It's probably actually spoiled me a little bit, because I, I know that I've heard other shops and other tales and stuff like that of other games of there being some bad apples in different groups and i don't know that you guys have ever encountered anything when we've been playing mcp but i think in our local scene i've never encountered any kind of negative play experience not an mcp 
What about your non non MCP? No, probably magic. <laughs> I would imagine. Yeah, magic can get a little a uh, little sweaty. So it's but, a great game, but it's got uh, it's definitely got a community. Yeah, but just you got you're there for the same reasons the other player, right? So just remember that. Just uh, strike up a conversation, and I, I I promise you that you know if you're newer or you're a little bit anxious about meeting people, just no matter what happens, you're there to have fun. Just remember that. Don't lose sight of it. No matter if you're competitive or if you're casual, and uh, you, you'll always have a good time. So, and if you're local and you're feeling down on yourself, just play me, and you can uh, whoop my ass. It'll be fun. <laughs> yeah. That has not been my experience, Brandon. For the record, I do I have a you... weirdly good record against Fred. Like I'm actually you... not sure I've ever beat. And, and Brandon, Fred. who won the? Was it the last tournament or is it the tournament before? Uh, that? Reigning, defending. That's champion. what I thought. But one tournament is <laughs> skipped. So uh, two months reigning, defending, undisputed. Criminal syndicate speaks champion. to you. Speaks to you, man. It, yeah, I don't have to. I don't have to roll dice as much. It's great. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I think that's it. Does anybody have anything anything else they want to add? All right. Uh, n- nothing. <laughs> nothing comes to mind. All right. Well, I think we're ready to kind of move on. And uh, this week we're taking a look at Spider Man for our character review. So every week we like to look at a character. Uh, we haven't had any kind of new cards to look at for a while, so we're still just kind of trudging through older characters. Um, kind of placing them and ranking them, seeing how they do in the current setup of MCP. And we're looking at Spider-Man Peter Parker. So he was in the core set. Uh, he's a five salmon and long mover that's four threat. Uh, he's got three defense across the board. He has a standard five die strike with a power builder. He has a range four impact webbing, which uh, gives him one auto power and has a wild push on size two, push short. Then he has a uh, range three two power spender. That's uh, uh, energy, and if it's if the attack deals one or more damage after it's resolved, the target gains the stun special condition. So pretty good one there. Uh, you'll see this uh, kind of common amongst uh, some of the web warriors. It's web line, so it's a uh, two power cost superpower that pushes an enemy character within four toward the character short. Uh, he has a three power throw, so it's terrain or enemy character size two within three throw short. And then he has spider sense, which is a, a pretty fun mechanic. It's whenever this character is defending against physical or energy. Or making a dodge roll, he may reroll two of his defense or dodge dice. Of course, he has wall crawler, and I believe there are no changes on his injured side. So, yeah, what do we think about Spider-Man in the current 1.5 uh, MCP setup? Let's uh, we'll start. Oh, good. I was gonna say this motherfucker. <laughs> have you this had guy. issue with? Have you had issues with him? Uh, uh, I have played against Web Warriors enough to know that he is—he's pretty solid in that in that list setup. A and lot of a lot of he, people are really down on him, especially in Web Warriors. So. I disagree. I disagree. I have seen him do things that make me want to put on a mask and terrorize the city. I mean, he—I think that he has a lot that plays into, you know, kind of what Web Warriors want to do. I, I know that some people, you know 
they really vouch for him and they say that he's actually not that bad. I think that the community is a little bit divided on how they view Spider-Man, uh, kind of in Boy Warriors and stuff like that. I think it's sometimes a little bit more negative than positive. But uh, what about you, Brad? Oh, sorry. No, you're fine, Brad. Go ahead. Uh, this is the most MCPS model in the game. He is, he is exactly what you expect to get out of an MCP model. He has pretty standard stats. He's got um, mostly physical attacks with access to another one. He's got pushes. He's got throws. He's got re-rolls. He just feels like the quintessential MCP model. Like, and he's like the quintessential Marvel hero, so that fits, but... So you're saying he's real basic. He is, but, like, not necessarily in a bad way. Uh, Just, like, he highlights the game. Like, you could hand someone Peter Parker, they could play him, and then they know how MCP works. He does touch on... Like, other than, like, conditions and stuff, I think that he yeah. has a rule for almost every, like, mainstay ability in the game. Uh, he still gives out stun. Well, yeah, he does have, like, a breath. Well, I mean, I guess in general, yeah, yeah he puts out a special condition. So, yeah, yeah. I, I think he... T- you get a little bit of everything. Yeah. And, like, he doesn't excel in anything in particular. He's just... He's just so incredibly average in the... Not in, like, strength, necessarily, but just in, like, what he can do. I can do a little bit of everything. I'm going to disagree with you just slightly. I think he he does very much excel at displacement. I think that's his key role, and I think he's very good at it. I think he's average. I think he does really good. He's so good. He's so good at displacing stuff. (laughs) If he's on the table, your stuff will never be where you want it to be. What about you, Brandon? What do you think about him? Uh, I've got a couple issues with him. Um, he is one... Uh, I've, I've been doing research here. I don't want to be in wrong. He's one of four four-point models that does not have a defense roll above three. And he's one of two models who has a health pool at four points that's ten. Um, no one's less, so he has the least amount of he- health for a four-point model. The other, only other model with the same amount is Loki, who Loki does a whole lot more <laughs> to help himself stay alive than Spider-Man does. Yeah, that's uh, fair. And two, two re-rolls is pretty good, though. Yeah, yeah it was and I'm it's not, but yeah, but it's only if you get hit with Mystic, you're just boned. What's the, uh, what's statistically his, better, his... Uh, Brad? If you're getting hit with physical, is it? Reroll two defense dice, or is it count blanks? Uh, I don't know. Uh, just put him on the spot. <laughs> I mean, Brad, if there's anybody that's going to know, it's Brad. <laughs> Brad's yeah, he's here know. for the math. Yeah. Right? Here, I'll come back to me. Okay. All right. All right we'll, we'll pause on that. We'll loop back uh, around. Outside of those, like, I think the problem, the biggest problem I, I have with Spider-Man is I do think he's he's real squishy. I It just feels like... Especially now at the point in the game. Um, and that's the whole point. We're reviewing characters where they stand now. I think Spider-Man has actually only kind of gotten worse. 
Um, he doesn't hit hard at all. Um, he doesn't have a lot. Not being able to roll, re-roll on attack dice. Um, you really want that wild push on impact webbing. Um, four dice. I mean, you're, you're, you're playing a little bit of a lottery. Um, uh, it just He doesn't hit very hard. His strike being only range two. Um, kind of obnoxious for five dice and not having a powerful spender um, like stuns cool and all but you're relying on six dice to deal damage to get the stun um, not even an auto stun um, it, it, he just feels really underwhelming I however really like what he does I just feel like he's not like my thing has always been I just he doesn't ever feel like a four point character because it seems like there's always someone who can do a little bit more. Um, I don't like the 10 health primarily. Uh, if you gave me six and six and everything else, I, I think he would. I also think you would see him a lot more. Um, I think giving him a little bit extra health, I think you would see him played a lot more. However, if you can play him very smart and just use him as a complete tech piece. Um, and kind of what Fred was getting into, like, I mean, he can impact webbing. He can, if he can get his impact webbing off twice and he can push two characters and then he gets the web line of character, uh, for two power and he doesn't even have to gain half power before that. If he can impact webbing, if he hits on that wild push twice, again, kind of rough at four dice, but if he can hit that twice, he's got the two power web line and now he's displaced three characters. Um, I mean, if he lives the dream, he can displace a lot of characters off points especially if he has the last activation yeah and yeah i mean there's he has an option to displace up to f one two three four characters in one turn for five total power and in real in reality he only really needs to have three of that before he activates uh if i may good sorry i didn't mean to cut you off you go ahead no, you're good. I, I was going to capitalize on um, the big thing I really like on this character that I always forget is that his throw can throw a character. Yep. Uh, that's really, really good. Um, that's something you don't see as much anymore, um, especially on size 2 models. And that's really, really strong. And I think that gets overlooked a lot. Yeah, if I may, uh, the web line, it is uh, a character may be pushed by this only once per turn. So he could, in theory, target more than one character with Webline if yeah. he has the power for it. Yeah. That is true, yeah. It's not this can only be used once per turn. It's just a character, yeah. Now, the thing... I tell you what the thing is, is... Like, so you see that on Spider-Man's card, he's got, like, a lot of size 2 stuff, right? He's got a size 2 throw character throw, and he's got a size 2 push on his uh, impact webbing. Having personally played... Dormammu extensively, who is the largest character in the game. Like, nothing displaces him, right? Except for uh, shit like Enchantress's uh, bow, which, if she comes within range of me, like, I'm probably alright with it, because I usually have something that can mess her up. But this right here, webline, on him, on Gwen, on... It's not called webline, it's called something else on Omega Red... Oh, it's slipping my mind. But he has the uh, same uh, same kind of rule set, right? Push an enemy character within four. Ensnare, yeah, except his is medium. I think Venom's is yeah. also medium. So it is. Yeah, those four characters, uh, being able to hit something at range four and displace them 
with you know no kind of role and no size restriction is so massive it's just yeah. I, I can't describe how huge an ability like that is, especially in in the current state of the game. Where like a right. lot of Omega things... Reds and Snares are like literally the reason like I play him the most. Like, it oh, it's always... so good! It's, it's so good. Yeah, and it every time I've done it, it like every all people are always messed up by it. it's like, oh my god, you can pull my Hulk, you can pull you know Juggernaut, Dormammu. Like it's a get yeah, and. If you get up to me, I can just pull you right past me. Like I can just get you a medium away from me, and now you have to spend your whole next activation, you know, to get back into the fight or whatever. Uh, I look looking at Spider Man. I, I think that's actually a really really good point that you brought up, Brandon. It's like his his stamina pull is pretty bad, like especially for a four threat character. So if he had like one higher point of stamp, even on his healthy side, like if he was just eleven, if he was six five, I think it would feel a lot better. And if he had like six is really average on four point characters. Like I said, I went through all of them. Like the only other one that's five five is Loki, who has what five different like defensive abilities just like built on top of him. Yeah, he's and got some good ones. It's harder and got a lot going on. I could. Disagree I have an answer for your question now, Jared. Oh, okay. We'll get to you in a uh, second, Fred. What, what do you got for, for me, Rob? Uh, counting blanks on three dice. I just did three dice. Uh, is slightly better, but it's real close. Okay. So it's so, kind of effectively the same. He's got a slightly it's real close. better uh, defensive ability, and he also has the ability to just completely get out of range of an attack. So that's... I don't know. Loki is, uh, I think, all in all, probably, yeah, to your point, more defensible. But, uh, uh, okay, so I think that if you are playing a game with Spider-Man and Spider-Man is getting stuck in, like he's in the fight, that's an improper play on the Spider-Man. I think that Spider-Man wants to play the edge of the fight as much as possible. He wants to stay away from combat, and he wants to bother people. Because he has the range to be able to bother people. Yeah, I think that's or completely fair. Bigger. I could care less about his attacks. The only care, attack I really care about is impact webbing. And to be quite honest with you, that's probably what you're doing the majority of the time, is staying on the outskirts, impact webbing people, and then moving to pull. Like, turn one, you you can play on um, like a D-shape or something like that. Long move, impact, or pretty much any shape. But uh, you can long move, impact webbing, immediately uh, webline and yank somebody off like impact yeah. webbing webline is online every single round now is that the kind of value that you want out of your four threat i maybe not i think that the four threat does feel a little bit bad um for, for that because if, that, if, if that's your game plan you can get shuri at three points who just does it better right uh well no not necessarily because now her uh she got hit with the size uh restriction limit uh which is size three so being able to displace a Dormammu or something or a Hulk or something yeah. every turn off a point I, I think is still really strong but um all right yeah so kind of a little bit mixed feelings uh about Spider Man uh, but we'll kind to kind of go on to the uh. The rankings, so S through F is what we're currently looking at. So uh, we'll start with you, Fred. Where would you kind of rank Spider-Man in the current um, 
and, and the current landscape of the game, and I guess any kind of last thoughts that you want to give on him before you rank him? Uh, I want to put him in the B tier. Uh, I mean, what we've discussed so far is, like, I think that he has a place in in faction, and maybe a couple, uh, uh, like dabbing into a couple other things, but mostly he's going to stay in either Web Warriors or Defenders. Uh, although I have a plan for an Avengers list that uses him, but that's for the future. Uh, I, I also think that that uh, you guys were talking about giving him stamina to maybe make him feel better as a four, as a four threat model. I think that if they uh, made him a three threat model and reduced his stamina, that might be a different solution to make him feel a little bit better. Honestly, I think. I think if he was you just three threat, two dice to one dice, and you make him three, and you don't change anything else, he's a three point character. I'm not sure you have to change anything. You can make him a three point character. I think if he just stayed at five stamina and he went down to three, I think that's still okay. Like he does. I mean, I guess I think a lot of the value for the four threat is coming out of Spider Sense because Gwen has a lot of the same stuff, right? It's just uh, Gwen is actually a little bit more offensive, I, I think, than Peter is, but they have a lot of the same kit. And she's she's three. She just doesn't have spider sense. So really, it's I, I think that extra threat is like how much value do you put in this right here? But yeah, all that's right. What I, that's kind of what I was getting at. So if you take that if you take that down to one die instead of two, and you make him three, I think he's perfectly fine at three. And I still don't know how great he is at three. Oh, I think he's amazing at three. I think if you make him three, he's, he, incredible, he's, he's incredible. Yeah. So you're landed yeah, on a. It also it kind of busts Web Warriors if he's a three point model. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, so you're landed on a B, right, Fred? Yep, I'm saying a B. All right. Uh, well then let's move to you, Brandon, since you're just kind of talking about him. Where where would you put him on your scale? Um, so when I do this, I always like to look at a couple main things. Um, are you ever bringing him out of affiliation? Um. I don't think you are. No. Uh, I'm really excited to hear uh, Fred's idea in Avengers. Uh, I think you can do anything with Avengers and make it really cool. So I think I'm ready. I'm excited to hear that. However, I think if you're building a list, if you're going through affiliations, I don't think you ever even consider him um, for most of the time out of affiliation. Um, so that's going to drop him a couple grades for me. However, then you go to affiliations. I'm not sure how often he sees the table if you put him on a list in your Web Warriors list. I'm not sure. Like, because you're playing Miles, you're going to play Gwen, you've got Venom. Uh, I don't know how often you're going to want another four point character. And then at that point, you can take an unaffiliated four point character, and you're probably going to have better options. Um, I mean, I think that you take him if you see, like, the opponent has a lot of like thick characters in their roster or if you're like at definitely like high threat value right and you want to double yeah. down on the displacement with like all th him venom and gwen so at that point you also have to then decide that you want him over amazing spider-man mm -hmm. i think if you're yeah I, I think if you're doubling down on the like I, I think it's you know what situation and what the crisis calls for i, I think at that point i think you definitely have both in a roster but yeah, yeah, I think you can have both in roster. I'm just not sure how often he makes the list. Um, I my I, I am showcasing a defenders list, and I actually 
kind of build it kind of around him where you would take him more often. However, um, again, and Defenders has a much bigger roster than it was, so there are a lot of options, and it's, it is kind of hard to fit him in a lot of the times. Um, so, I again, it's not he's not an auto-occlude, uh, I, I think, ever. Um, I think you kind of have to convince yourself to play him more than actually feel good about playing him, uh, especially now with uh, Moon Knight. Uh, was Miss Marvel a web warrior? I, I have no idea. I don't think so. I, I think she's just. Yeah. I know she's in. I think she's in Human Avengers. Maybe yeah. Force. I don't remember. So you get Moon Knight. So now they have like Moon Knight, and you have Black Cat, and um, and you have original Daredevil, which I'm not sure how much better he is than original Daredevil. Um, I, I do think he probably is better than original Daredevil. Maybe I don't know. That's that's another conversation for another day, of not for this moment. Um, I think it's just kind of hard if you're looking at affiliated characters to bring him. Um, all things said, I want to go with the C minus. I think he's just, he's kind of, as Brad mentioned, he's real, he just feels real basic and the way the game's gone with some of the updates with a lot of the new characters, especially with all the mystic attacks now, um, taking away his rerolls, taking away his rerolls. And I think he just, I'm not sure he survives hardly anything. Um, I think he's just going to be real squishy against Mystic attacks. Um, the displacement's really good. I think the control aspect is relevant, but again, at four, four threat value, uh, having a character who's just going to hang around the edge of the border is kind of rough. All right, so C minus. Uh, we'll kind of move over to you, Brad. What do you think? I very middle of the road, which is the C. I'm just going to call him a C. Alright. Well, like I like him. I, I think he actually kind of gets a little bit of extra points for me, kind of to what Brad said, that he is like just the perfect like teacher character in the game. Like everything is real simple to understand what he does. He's a great piece to kind of teach teach people. And I think that in, I mean, I think that has a place in like the current uh, like landscape of the game especially for like newer players if you're wanting to start up a meta i think that he's just absolutely perfect for that just to kind of showcase on some of your kind of initial uh teaching games but i i think that he's niche in uh web warriors i mean i think that he is very good i think that he plays into exactly what they want to do i think in some ways he's a little bit better than asm at certain things and then and other things i think asm is a little bit better spider-man definitely brings the control element uh, so i think i i think you're probably never taking them out of affiliation ever which there's going to be a lot of characters that are like that right like they really shine on their affiliation but you're never really taking them out yeah I, that's not necessarily that for me i always bring i always mention that and i want to clarify that that mainly for me eliminates them from like the eight like the a plus to s tier i think it just uh, eliminates them out of s yeah like, i i think for me that it keeps them out of like that top like god tier of, of characters yeah. but um i think that he is actually really i think that he is really good in web warriors i really like him there I do think that in a lot of instances, I think you reach for Venom over him if you're going for a four threat. But if you're playing like high threat, like if you, because uh, Web Warriors wants to win uh, really fast on the scenario, I think if you play like scoundrels 
and you have uh, four characters at 14, so you have another six threat that you can deal with. And three of your characters, well, even Miles, like he has a pretty consistent, if he web swings, a pretty consistent throw on his uh, basic attack. So you have throws, and then you have three unlimited size, uh, pretty much guaranteed displaces every single round on something like Scoundrels. I, I think, I, I don't know, I think they can get really gross. Um, and I think he actually has a play place in Defenders, now that uh, they've kind of gotten rid of how Portals operates uh, in the early game. I think it kind of shifts them away just from a send everything in the middle of the board nuke you uh kind of mindset i think that I'm he actually ready for you to hear my defenders list actually super I'll, excited i'll be it. excited to hear it like i i think if you're kind of maybe playing defenders and you want to go a little bit more of control aspect and you have like spider-man running around web lining people and kind of displacing them and also you have strange uh displacing a bunch of people uh, i think that maybe they actually have some okay control options so, and his uh, power generation gets a little bit more consistent on a strike, turning it into, like, Mystic or something like that, so. Ah. He's, he's, I, I think I'm going to give him, uh, I'm going to give him a C plus. I, I think that he's in the highest echelon of Cs. That was but, such a wet fart, bro. No. You literally just hyped him up for, like, five minutes just to be like, ah, he's a C plus. He's a C plus. Well, he does do a lot of good things, but it's just... I it, thought for sure you were going at least, like, a B minus. I, was... I, I toyed around with it a little bit. I think I ended up talking myself into the C plus. I, he, like, he is good, but he, you're not... I think to your point, like, in his own affiliation, he's never a go-to, right? Yeah. I don't think you're ever, and that, like... That, that does take him... For me, that's what took him out of the B range. Yeah. I don't think you can be a B... Like, I think you have to be an auto-include in your affiliation to be, like, that B tier. Yeah, I, I don't think that he's ever necessarily auto-include. I think it's it's niche situations, so... Uh, it's... But it's so... It's right there. It's on the cusp of a B-, minus. but I think, guys, I have to go with C, C plus for Spider-Man, so... So uh, we got a B out of Fred, and then I think we're kind of hovering on like a middling C uh, for a majority of the cast, right? Yeah, it averaged to a C plus minus. <laughs> C plus, <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, and and I'd like to point out that I don't know dick about fuck when it comes to this game. So, <laughs> um, we your optimism counteracts my negativism. All right, that's why that's the way <laughs> we're gonna we gotta feed off each other because I'm always I always am seeming to be the character who just or the person on this cast that just tears characters down. And everyone else is just like, oh, I mean, I think they're fine. I don't, I don't know it. Well, well, I'm happy to build characters up. I want them to be happy. <laughs> yes, yeah, we need that because I'm going to tear them down. I got to tear them down so you can build them up better than they were before. I think me and Brad are just middling. We're not too positive. <laughs> we're not too negative. It's kind of in the middle. Isn't that right, Brad? Sure. Yeah. yeah, there he is. There's my Midland man. Yeah, sure. listen to him. <laughs> All right. Uh, so uh, kind of sitting on the sea. So if we uh, at at the end of our uh, kind of rating, we like to just give a little bit of a sample roster. If you guys are interested in playing Spider Man, and you want maybe just like a starting point uh, in your roster to help get you going to create one that has Spider Man in it, 
but we're going to offer you a few suggestions. So uh, we'll go ahead and start with uh, you, Fred. What do you got for us? Uh, a roster that has Spider-Man in it. Okay, so as I stated earlier, I'm not great at this. <laughs> uh, but uh, I had a plan for him in Avengers. And my thinking here is that th this uh, it's kind of surprising how uh, power-hungry he is. Even though the, the most expensive thing on his card is three cost, he's, he's surprisingly power-hungry because he's going to be using webline probably every turn. Mm -hmm. And uh, as I stated earlier, he can do it multiple times to different characters. So the more power you have on him, the better he's going to be. And if you bring him with uh, Steve Rogers' Captain America, that reduces the cost of the first web line to one power. That's pretty affordable for yep. something that you're going to probably be using every turn. So... My my list here is going to start with Steve Rogers, Captain America, and then, of course, Spider-Man. I'm also going to include Quicksilver, uh, who who is an Avenger. Uh, I'm going to include Black Widow here, and I'm also going to include Black Cat, who is not an Avenger. And, and surprisingly, neither is Spider-Man who I thought was almost certainly an Avenger. No, yeah, but it's very I weird was... that he's not. Yeah, I think it's right that he's not, because uh, I, having him with Avengers Assemble would just be... It would be really I, good. I would think it would be very good. So yep. you guys want a fun fact? Never What's been that? an Avenger. Not in the comics. Yeah, yes. Have he absolutely been? was an Avenger. He joins the Avengers at the same time as Wolverine, because they're the two most popular characters from Marvel at the time. And Wolverine yeah. is on the Avengers list, and Spider-Man is not. Yeah. I think, uh, is Spider-Man the, the only person who's not in Avengers in the core box, who's one of the quote-unquote good guys? Yes. Yep. Yeah, there's one member on each side that's not affiliated with the affiliation of the core box. I think that they've said that this version of Spider-Man is supposed to be when he's like really younger and just uh, kind of starting up his his antics in New York. So this I, is Homecoming Spider-Man. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what they've said uh, on on stream before. Is that that was what he was meant to be? Oh, right. <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man should be Avengers affiliated. That's the one that I, I think that's if you have a beef with it. That's kind of I was going to get to that. Is that's the Amazing Spider-Man is the one you should want that should be, but you know they got the Doctor Strange is wrong too. So whatever. <laughs> <laughs> they okay. did name uh, Doctor think... Strange wrong. Yeah. Well, here's the thing: not everything can be Avengers. Like it would all be Avengers. Yes, it can. Hush your mouth. No, I'm with Fred. Like <laughs> no, it, it drives it drives me up. crazy that like every other model comes out. Like oh, they're an Avenger. It's like cool. Now they've got 72 of the 76 models. Like what? Hey guys, I know that this is going to actually make the cut and people are going to hear this, but uh, I just thought we should get Brian from Journey Through Limbo on for the Doctor Strange episode. Oh my god, that would be nothing but him just <laughs> venting. You should have got him for an hour. Iron Man video. 
I said, yeah, we can hear <laughs> Jeff Bezos looking motherfucker. <laughs> we, we love you, Brian. Uh, yeah, getting back to your uh, Avengers roster, Fred. Um, do you have any other additions? It sounds like you're going like super control and scenario oriented with that that kind of starting point there. Yeah. That's that's my thought process, and uh, what I what I just laid out is uh, uh, all the character characters that I put in uh, where it comes out to sixteen threat, and that's in some of the bigger games you can fit another model in, which would be you'd be in a pretty good place. Uh, it, it's definitely fighting for control. It's trying to get as many points as possible. Uh, before your opponent can, and maybe steal some of the some of the objectives away from them if they do get them. So that's kind of what I'm thinking. Uh, now uh, tear my list apart. <laughs> I mean, I think it's pretty good. Uh, Black Cat being able to do her uh, steal at the start of uh, turn two uh, for two power is really really good. I, I don't yeah. know. I, oh, I think he has oh. a place. Yeah. Fred, this isn't Journey Through Limbo. We don't tear people's lists apart. We only build them up, <laughs> man. I mean... Uh, I, I think can't. I think it'd be alright. Uh, I haven't I tried them. The best but... thing about Avengers is how much you can... How differently you can play them. Like, I think you can play Avengers any way you want to play the game. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. They are the, the most flexible faction... All right, well, what do you got, Brandon? What do you, what do you got? I know you put together a little bit of a, a starting core for uh, Spider-Man. Yeah, so I, I've actually worked on a um, a list for a while. It's been, honestly, I've probably been working on this off and on for like a year because I do believe there's something here. It's a, I call it Web Fenders. So it's a like a <laughs> great mashup of like Web Warriors and Defenders because they weirdly have like, three cross-affiliated, four cross-affiliated characters. Um, and Daredevil, Corebox Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man, and Moon Knight are all Defenders and Web Warriors. Um, this list doesn't have Amazing in it because I, I was trying to focus on Corebox, uh, which actually is a lot easier because that extra point on the threat value makes uh, this really good. But um, So the main thing is, the, the one thing that's probably wrong is uh, Doctor Strange without the without his uh, stone. Uh, the main reason is um, having a core with Doctor Strange and Spider-Man at, at 10. I like it better at 9 than I do 10. Um, with that, uh, because it's real hard not to take Ghost Rider, and I'm not going to go on um, my love tangent of Ghost Rider, uh, but he's real good. Uh, but a core of Doctor Strange... Spider-Man core box, Luke Cage, um, also Defenders affiliated, um, and then a combination of Black Cat, Ghost Spider, Ghost Spider, Ghost Spider, Spider. I've I hate that because I have always called her Gwen, and for whatever reason I decided to say that, and then I butcher it like a dumbass. Uh, but yeah, the Black Cat, Ghost Spider, Moon Knight, um, and then. Uh, Shuri, um, okay. As some of the other, as just kind of your toolbox kit, um, you get. So I think you can play with C five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. 
So at 18, you can play Strange, Luke Cage, Spider-Man, uh, Gwen, Moon Knight, or Black Cat, depending on the extract. Uh, if you're playing an extract, you don't need Black Cat. Obviously, you just take Moon Knight, and you can play 18 points. That 18 points has so many pushes and displaces, or even Shuri. If, you, if you're playing, say, like Superpower Scoundrels at 20, and say, like, Hammers at 18 or something, you can play Shuri, and then you just have so many displaces um and pushes and pulls and throws um i think in that core that i list doctor strange has auto pushes shuri has auto pushes uh gwen and peter parker have pulls that they can pay for they have pushes on their attacks luke cage has a throw on his attack um moon knight on his spender has push um and then Black Cat obviously has like her steals to run around and do her thing. Because uh, she's just really good and it's hard not to take her sometimes. Uh, or kind of ever. Um, the only thing is, it's, it is you kind of play higher point levels. Um, you want Because you want to kind of play really wide. And you run into, you do have some squishier characters. That's why Luke Cage is really important. Uh, that bodyguard's super important. Um, I do also have Field Dressing and Med Pack as my... Um, Tactics cards that are restricted. Again, you just want to keep people alive. Doctor Strange's heal is really important. Um, and playing just the big secures um, and kind of the wide extracts too. Uh, so the spider people and like the hammers. Um, just playing those and just kind of making sure that people can. It's not spider people. It's spider infected. I'm sorry. Don't want to get yelled at by the podcast community there <laughs> uh, but just yeah just playing these um that you have so many points and just being able to steal them uh push people off points and just you can kind of really steal a lot of points and when you play some of those i just have so many options after you know a round or two if you steal say three if you can steal three points around you're probably going to win if you can do that in the first two right just in the first if you can do it in round say two and three if you can prevent them from scoring six points you probably are going to win that game or you're probably like me and just not very good at the game oh yeah there's some crises and there's some you know scenarios where like if you can get a one point leverage like over a few yeah. rounds you're probably going to win like it, even if you can get that small lead from the very beginning so yeah, sometimes sometimes eight points doesn't matter though you're eight points ahead yeah yeah yeah, sometimes it just it, it goes real wild. And then you also have and you have Ghost Rider in the list, so like if they're like, Alright, we're gonna play Demons Downtown, then you can just play Strange and Ghost Rider and you've got Iron Fist to round out and then like so then you have Strange, Ghost Rider, Iron Fist, you know, Luke Cage, Spider Man, Moon Knight, and it's just you're now a very heavy hitting team. I this list I really like because it has that variety from real heavy hitting to very controlled depending on how you wanna play. All right, well, that's actually pretty neat. So it's uh, like we were kind of talking about earlier, it's a pretty pretty good change-up from kind of what you would see on your standard kind of defender's roster. So uh, those are both pretty good lists. Uh, both are kind of a little bit more out of the box uh, from what you normally see Spider-Man in, which is, I mean, you typically only see him in Web Warriors. So uh, Give them a try. Try them out in Defenders. I really like that roster. Try them out in Avengers for a lot of a little bit more control-oriented uh, Avengers. 
I feel like you see a lot of beat ass, even with like Steve Rogers. I, I feel like putting Spider-Man in there really offers a different way to kind of play it. So, yeah, but, I was really excited about that because I really yeah. I did enjoy that. Cause I like seeing those. And then if you, because I actually while I was doing that, I was looking at the Avengers affiliated models, and there are a lot of really good control models. Like you can really kind of. Oh yeah, you can really stack the deck in your favor. Yeah. All right, well, and then... the 52 affiliated models they have, it's, you know, some of them had to be control pieces, right? We're we're going uh, a little bit longer on the cast uh, than normal. I think this might be our longest one, so uh, all I'm going to suggest is play them in Web Warriors. Just take every Web Warrior, and that's a good, like, that's no shit, though. Just take every character that's listed as a Web Warrior, and that's an excellent place for you to start. And And you will probably win. Uh, depending on, yeah, t- just take the right crises. I guess if I had to offer any kind of suggestions uh, for crisis selection, I would take um, a- anything that scores fast. So I would take, like, Scoundrels. I would take um, Cubes. I would take, well, maybe not Cubes, uh, because Web Warriors don't necessarily want to eat that damage, although they do enjoy the power yeah. generation. But um, definitely... It, it burns them down real quick. Yeah, it burns them down. Infinity formulas instead. Uh, yeah, I would probably take Infinity Formula. I would take Scoundrels. Gamma. I would take Gamma. Yeah, <sighs> they're real good at... Well, that's the thing. Gamma take... scores fast. I know you scores get fast, Spain, but they Ghost don't... Spider, they also don't want Peter to be Parker, up the gut. Miles. Uh, you just get to play... You get to play all your best characters at 15, right? I know, but if somebody has Peter Parker, super big beat ass, they can be a world Three-pointer. You said score fast. I know. I would actually probably take. I, uh, I would take something D shape like uh, that gives you power, like cosmic. Uh, was it cosmic invasion? Is that the correct way to say it? Yeah. Also, the, if you play gamma and they just put a Hulk on the table, you probably just have all your models, like maybe just die. They can get like, their ass kicked on gamma. Like, I, I would probably yeah, take like infinity scoundrels and um, and the cosmic invasion, black order descends. That'll give you some power, um, and it, a lot of fa- factions hate to play on the D-shape, and Web Warriors are actually one of the few that love it. So uh, I would recommend those three crises, so, uh, at least for Secures. And then Spider Infected and any other extracts to kind of score a little bit quicker, uh, I would take. Uh, but yeah, just start with every Web Warrior. Fast scoring uh, scenarios. There you go. Uh, but yeah, moving on into our uh, last uh, section of the podcast, and we'll kind of wrap it up, is uh, some comic suggestions if you wanna, want to learn more about Spider-Man Peter Parker. So, Brad, what do you have for us? I have uh, three suggestions about Miles. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I have two, two things here. Um, so... The first one is Amazing Fantasy 15 and then into Amazing Spider-Man 1 and so forth. This is Stanley and Steve Ditko. This is his first appearance and then his first series. Um, I These are some of the first comics I read as a kid because my school library had like I don't. They could have been old comics because they were too small, but they had them bound up in like hardback books, and I checked them out and I read them, and it is amazing how quickly they just nail Peter Parker and Spider Man. Like from 
the first issue. It's exactly what you expect Peter Parker to be and Spider-Man to be. Uh, so much so that the 90s cartoon that a lot of people love, the early seasons of that were pretty much direct adaptations from the comics. Uh, and so, I mean, start at the beginning. It's good. It holds up. Uh, the second one is the comic Secret Wars, which um, if you have watched that 90s Spider-Man cartoon, I think that was the final season. It might have been the second to last season was an adaptation of Secret Wars. Uh, this is by Jim Shooter, um, art by Mike Zeck and Bob Layton. So this comic was created to sell toys. Um, and it... And sometimes it feels like uh, some kid just bashing his toys together. Uh, it's a little light on the plot, but it's it's a lot of fun. Um, and it might be the most MCP-like experience in the comics. Oh, okay. Look at that. Yeah, because it, it's just a bunch of heroes fighting over stuff. Uh, it's also where Spider-Man first gets his black suit, which... Um, that was a contest some kid won. They held a contest to design a Spider-Man suit, and that was the winning suit. This is Brad saying that was such a saint, that such disdain. Contest some kid won. No, it's no. Because, it's because he submitted his own design and it didn't win. Ah, oh, poor yeah. Brad. I I submitted the design before I was born. <laughs> yep. Makes a lot of sense, Brad. <laughs> I mean, if you ever saw Brad, you wouldn't believe that he wasn't born when that happened. <laughs> That's true. You, you do. You look, a little, you look a little seasoned. Listen, when you start graying in high school, you're gonna go gray. Got a little, got a little salt and pepper going on. That's just the recipe for love, ain't it, Brad? Tell him. Sure, sure. Tell him. I mean, so those are my recommendations. He's like, early, anything to get me out of this conversation where it's headed. Early Spider Man. <laughs> I will have, I'll have plenty of more Spider Man recommendations as we go through his rogues gallery in this game. Yep. All right. Well, I think uh, that just about wraps us up for this week. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Um, make sure that if you're listening to this on youtube that you check us out on spotify or anywhere else that you listen to podcasts we're on there uh and if you're listening to this on spotify or google, google Podcasts or something uh check out our youtube channel we have uh, quite a few games posted we try to post them weekly when life permits it so uh yeah we get weekly games posted up and uh, give us a like and a subscribe and until next time we'll see you guys later take care Good gaming. Thanks a lot, Jared. Have, Have good fun gaming. out there, everyone. <laughs>